Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. We thank God for the media that has become quite normal. So we just available here to worship him and even study the word. There's so much uh, reach out there. I trust that you are benefiting from it. Uh, if you'd like to, you can always drop us a line about how it has been a benefit in your life. Or if you have some questions, you can always ask. And uh, we'll be sure to, by the grace of God, uh, answer them. Hallelujah. But anyhow, let's just thank God. We worship you. We give you thanks. We give you praise. Hallelujah. You're faithful. You'll do what you said. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Thank you for calling us to these last days, O Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you for the equipment and the ability, the grace and mercy which comes from you, Holy One. We worship you. We bless you. We thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. All honor, all glory, all power to you. All honor, all glory, all power to you. Holy Father, we worship you. Precious Jesus, our Savior, Holy Spirit, we wait on you. Holy Spirit, we wait on you for fire, for fire. Oh, we give you praise, we give you thanks, we give you thanks. Thank you, thank you, Lord. We give you praise, we give you praise, we give you praise. Hallelujah. Blessed be your holy name. Sabramante redeshtokoremande. Oh, thank you for the honor. Thank you for the glory. Thank you for the presence of God in the church. This is your habitation. 
Oh, your house, mishta prande libro kusonte, le fremelo sorede balanande. Help us to be custodians, help us to be faithful, help us to bear this duty, help us to bear this covenant promise. Eshikrabalu nombre diste, fleno nombre stelide miante, menosurenderiaste. For we say by faith, it is written, it is written, it is written, so it shall be, so it shall be, so it shall be. For the Spirit and the Word, for the Spirit and the Word will always agree. Lemos en este ambleriste. And who can say what spirit this is? And who can say what leading is this? But in the word it shall bear witness, in the word it shall be written, Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. For they bear witness and they agree. Samarabashika takalamba. Oh, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. We give you praise, we give you thanks. Blessed be your holy name, blessed be your holy name. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, hallelujah. We give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks. Oh, our Father, we worship you. We worship you, we worship you. Holy is your name, holy is your name, holy is your name. Thank you, Lord, 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 thank you, Lord. We receive. We receive, we receive, we receive in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. Praise the Lord Jesus. Praise the Lord Jesus. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We have these uh, prayers that we use as a springboard to launch ourselves into the plan uh, that we trust God for, particularly in the New Covenant, these Spirit-given prayers. And uh, we trust that the Spirit of God will help us to receive as we pray those prayers, because that's the heart of God. And uh, we have this little prayer there from the heart of God for us, in Second Thessalonians, the third chapter, notice uh, in the fifth verse, And the Lord direct your hearts into the love of God and into the patient waiting for Christ. There are all of these things uh, that may be there in this present day to distract us, hinder us, but we can also be patient and endure in the love of God. Sometimes our Hearts may be hardened and uh, we may get tough and uh, all kinds of reactions will come because of natural thinking, human uh, pondering and so on. And all of us have a natural man also. And uh, so we have to uh, 
Trust God that he will direct our hearts into the love of God while we are enduring, waiting patiently for the soon coming of our great king and our Lord and eldest brother. Hallelujah. So let's hear this prayer also uh, in Second Thessalonians, the third chapter, and observe verse 5 in Kannada. Praise God. And so we must always factor in that we have a natural part also, um, which is subject to whatever is going on around us, and it would like to also lead us and guide us into uh, trouble. <laughs> But uh, we'll have to learn to rise above that, look beyond that, and uh, see how we can yield to God. In Jeremiah 17, uh, we see familiar scriptures about trusting God there, about how it is a blessed thing to be uh, planted and to be dwelling around the Word of God and having a root system that is directly uh, drawing from God and His Spirit, and that uh, we can be like the tree planted by the waters that will not see. Notice that uh, in the eighth verse, maybe we can start from the fifth. Blessed is the man that trusted in the Lord, whose hope the Lord is. <clears throat> in Jeremiah 17, for he shall be as a tree planted by the waters, and that spreadeth out her roots by the river. And shall not see when he cometh, but her leaf shall be green, and shall not be careful in the year of drought, neither shall cease from yielding fruit. Amen. This is a tremendous uh, thought here that is given to those who trust, who are leading and believing God, believing in his goodness, leaning on the Lord, trusting, uh, putting their confidence in him. They are likened to a tree that is planted directly by the waters. Praise God, praise God, praise God. And its root system is immersed into the bed and ground of the word of God, trusting in him. Psalm 1 says similar things. And so we can see here, that there's a guarantee that the leaf will be green and we shall not be careful in the year of drought. No matter what's out there, no matter what the world has, uh, you don't have to be too bothered about it. Praise God, don't be careful, worried. Neither shall cease from yielding fruit. And so you don't have to worry about it. You will not see when the heat comes. Glory to God. Hallelujah. What a blessed thing. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Wonderful. Let's see if we can get those two verses also in Canada. In uh, Jeremiah 17, verse 7 and 8. 
ಅವನು ನೀರಿನ ಬಳಿಯಲ್ಲಿ ನೆಡಲ್ಪಟ್ಟು ಹೊಳೆಯ ಬಳಿಯಲ್ಲಿ ತನ್ನ ಬೇರುಗಳನ್ನು ಹರಡಿರುವ ಮರದ ಹಾಗಿರುವನು ತಗೆಯು ಬರುವಾಗ ಅದು ಬಾಡಿಗೋಗದೆ ಅದರ ಎಲೆ ಹಸುರಾಗಿರುವುದು ಶಾಮದ ವರುಷದಲ್ಲಿ ಅದಕ್ಕೆ ಚಿಂತೆ ಇರುವುದಿಲ್ಲ ಇಲ್ಲವೇ ಫಲಫಲಿಸುವುದನ್ನು ನಿಲ್ಲಿಸುವುದಿಲ್ಲ about whatever's going on whatever the world is saying that there will be heat and uh, there will be all kinds of uh, emptiness and care that would like to come around you worry that would like to come around us amen but you don't have to be bothered even in the time of so called drought because your source is different hallelujah this is the time to embrace the word of god this is the time to embrace the things of the spirit this is the time to dig deep into it amen so as we wait for the coming of the lord uh, the bible tells us you know it has already told us long time ago way before time that whatever evil things are there where hearts of men fail them uh, for the things that are coming upon the earth seeing those things and moved by those kind of things you don't have to be careful you can be enduring in these kind of thoughts hallelujah and just looking up hallelujah looking up looking up looking up keeping your eyes fixed on the soon coming of the lord hallelujah thinking upon these things literally having uh, a mind that is in heaven praise god hallelujah so um there are enough distractions out there enough uh, challenges but you can look away and consider the bedrock of the word of god from which you are drawing your nourishment and your life hallelujah and you can endure uh, confidently with expectation and walk in the love of god at the same time amen praise god but there is caution in the ninth verse the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked who can know it amen that is referring to the flesh nature that even though we are spirit beings um born again from heaven from above there is uh in our mortal body there is this law of uh the flesh where things are wicked desperately wicked where there's really nothing good there and it's going to come up with its suggestions and with its pressures and try to choke up the good word the good seed the good plan of god hallelujah and we can turn away from it hallelujah and we can consider god's word we can consider that god does not lie hallelujah that god never changes in the midst of it all praise god and so let's see if we can also deal with our thoughts and uh, separate them and trust god now everybody may be holding on to some security or the other during these times trying to be prudent and uh praise god and you don't have to be <laughs> careful you don't have to be worried you don't have to be anxious praise god oh praise god hallelujah and so uh think about this either this is true or it's a lie amen either this is true or it's a lie praise god and god wants us to dig deeper and put our root system even deeper 
into these truths. Hallelujah. And so we have the opportunity again today to spend time in the word of God. So our flesh and the natural man are going to look at all this as foolishness. They cannot receive it. And we have to deal with that. All of us have to uh, look away from this natural man and his suggestions. And sometimes it can be quite tough. Praise God. We all live in these bodies. And uh, thank God he'll help us. Amen. So pray these prayers. Meditate on these thoughts. And let us trust God for these last days. Amen. Let's see if we can hear verse 9 also in Kannada. That's the kind of thought we also have in 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Praise God. We'll turn in there and observe that this nature of the flesh is with us still. And we have to uh, address it. You know, we are not ignorant of these things. And this is how the enemy can connect with us through the flesh. Praise God. Notice there in chapter 2 of 1 Corinthians. But the natural man, observe verse 14, receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Hallelujah. So there's a natural man there, and that is one of the benefits of being here on the earth, that we also have a natural man. And once we move on to eternity, you don't have to worry about the natural man. Hallelujah. But down here, we have this uh, natural man also that needs to be, uh, in quote, catered to. And uh, he doesn't, understand or know uh, things of the spirit he doesn't receive them in fact he considers them to be foolish so imagine a part of you constantly telling you that that is foolish what you have believed is just uh, foolishness and there's nothing good there and you're going to be always uh, plagued in court by these things but he that is spiritual judges all things praise God so to be spiritual means that you can actually judge things properly. Amen. To draw a line where it ought to be drawn. To know the difference. And it takes time because it is a process where you wean yourself from the natural man. And you begin to have the mind of Christ and think like him. Verse 16 continued. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him. We have the mind of Christ. So there is a tendency to... Uh, kind of instruct God and say, oh, how can you do this? Oh, how could you say that? Amen. And God, why, why do you say that? And we just have to accept that he's God and we are not. Hallelujah. And that we're learning from him. And that he still has things to teach us. Praise God. And in fact, the word of the Lord endures forever. Isn't that interesting? That we are going to be looking at these things forever. And we're still going to be wondering and wowing at it all. And saying, oh, he's worthy, he's worthy, he's worthy, he's worthy. Praise God. Imagine a time where we won't have natural thinking. Where the natural man won't be there. And still, 
you know, we'll be doing wow, wow, wow to God. Amen. Thank God you can have a foretaste of all that now. A privilege and honor to think like him and to handle things uh, in the natural world and choose God and his ways above all that. Amen. Although we may hear voices screaming at us saying, that's foolishness, that's foolishness. Amen. Thou fool. And so on. And you may think, I've heard that in the scripture. Thou fool. You know, so you may even be tempted to imagine that that's coming from the spirit of God. So you have to know clearly that you have believed the right thing and that you can judge it clearly. And that takes time and prayer and meditation and yieldedness to God. All of those things are there. Hallelujah. And God can use even a donkey to tell you that you are missing it. Praise God. And so sometimes we donkeys may be able to help if he chooses to use us. Amen. Praise God. Some of us have really nothing but just we're donkeys. We are certified donkeys with hee-haw written on our foreheads. Praise God. (laughs) Hallelujah. Even E-R. Glory to God. Anyway, let's see if we can read 1 Corinthians 2. Observe Verse 14 to 16 also in Kannada. Prakrita Manushyanu Devaratmana Vishayagalannu Angikarisuvadilla Avu Avanige Vuchutanavagi Thoruttave Illave Avu Atma Vicharadinda Tiliyatakkavugalagiralagi Avanu Avugalannu Grahisalaranu Atmaninda Nadisikolluvavano Yellavannu Vicharisi Tilukolluttane Adare Ivanannu Yavanu Vicharisi Tilukolluvadilla Kartana Manasanu Tilidukondu Atanigi Upadeshisuvanaru Namagadaro Kristana Manasu Irutade Glory to the King. Hallelujah. So there is this, uh, you know, latent desire hidden within us to reach out to God for knowledge and understanding because you're born from above and uh, He's your Father and it's a natural desire to know Him. Amen. And uh, we should not be uh, stumbling and uh, hindered by other thoughts in that pursuit of knowing our Father God. And as you are born of Him, you will desire Him and desire to know Him. Praise God. And so let's encourage ourselves to get to know Him better. Over the same uh, chapter of, I mean, book of Jeremiah... In the ninth chapter, we have an interesting uh, statement that I'm sure you know. Verse 23, thus says the Lord. Notice that this is coming from uh, heaven, from our Father, from the Lord. Let not the wise man glory in his wisdom. Neither let the mighty man glory in his might. Let not the rich man glory in his riches. So these are all places that you could glory in and uh, rejoice in, boast in, uh, make uh, a big deal about. But he says, don't do that. Verse 24, but let him that glorieth glory in this, that he understandeth and knoweth me, that I am the Lord, which exercise loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness. In the earth. For in these things I delight, says the Lord. Oh, glory to God. Very interesting uh, way of saying things. 
God looks at us and says, okay, you've achieved some things. You've uh, got some testimonies. Sometimes testimonies can just be boasting also. Praise God. It can quietly become a private boast, you know. And you just magnify things about yourself and, you know, how great thou art. And you're pointing to yourself, actually. (laughs) It is possible. He says, therefore, don't glory in all of that, even in so-called wisdom. Amen. The wise man should not glory in his wisdom, that so-called wisdom. Because true wisdom is actually humble. It bows before God and says, put your yoke on me, let me learn from you. Hallelujah. And I will find rest for my soul. Praise God. It's a submissive kind of wisdom. It's not a haughty type of wisdom. Amen. So anyone who's blessed with true wisdom has the ability to still sit under and still yield. Hallelujah. And say, my flesh says it is weakness. My flesh says it is foolishness. But I have decided to go with the mind of the Christ. He is humble. He is lowly in heart. Hallelujah. And we learn from him. Praise God. And we learn of him. So uh, we can rejoice that we are getting to know him better. That we are understanding him more. Hallelujah. And you can take personal excitement in that. Woo! I know God Almighty. I'm getting to know him better. The creator of the ends of the earth. I'm actually thinking like him. Woo! I'm actually having correspondence from him. I'm communing with him. Glory to God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He's truly my father. I'm one spirit with him. Thank God I'm housing him. He's giving me his revelation, giving me his understanding. Praise God. So there will, I think, first of all, be a challenge that comes from all of these things where we claim that we have wisdom and we claim that we have succeeded and we have riches. First of all, that will be the thought. Amen. And then comes the next thought. But what about God? What do you know about Him? Can you boast in Him? Or are you going to boast about these things? Amen. So I think most people get stuck in the first part, see what the Lord has done for me. And they're satisfied there. Amen. But we need to go beyond that and say, but how much do I know in Him? What do I know of Him? Do I have any real vital life connection with Him? Do I really commune with Him? Do I really know Him? Or do I just know second hand? Amen. That those verses, are they real to me? Praise God. Those thoughts, are they my thoughts? Do I really identify with him? Do I see him as my father? Or am I just using, you know, these physical things as a crutch and saying, I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm fine. I've got wisdom too. See, it's producing. But when was the last time you actually heard from him? What is he saying about you personally? What is your actual uh, role in his life. Praise God. Are you pleasing him? You know, you could live and not please God. Amen. And you could please yourself. Hallelujah. And you could actually boast about so many things. 
and not really please God. Hallelujah. And it's hard to uh, imagine that if you are so natural in your thinking. Because you look like whatever everybody's looking for, you have it. Amen. Praise God. And you can actually look inside and say, Man, I've achieved, I've arrived, I've got it. Amen. But the, the real truth about it is that God is not impressed. Amen. What is he impressed about? He understands and knows the Lord. Understanding and knowing God. So we want to uh, strike both of them. We want to have blessed lives, in quote, which have physical attributes and benefits, A. And B, we want to know him also. Praise God. We, we often share a testimony or two so that we can say, hey, don't think that we are only thinking about heaven because somebody accused us of such things that we are always talking about the future and heaven. And hey, we also talk about prosperity and getting healed and whole and, and complete and nothing missing, nothing broken, that our salvation package has all of these benefits in it. That Jesus purchased a wholeness and a soundness that he imparted to our spirit man which must flow through and affect our bodies. Amen. Through our soul, through our thinking, we receive completeness. The whole package has actually been purchased by the death, burial, resurrection, ascension and seating of the Lord at the right hand of majesty. Amen. And that it is our actually ours. It belongs to us. It's our benefit in salvation. A complete life. A sold, completely delivered life. Hallelujah. Delivered, protected, preserved, complete, whole, sound. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. It is our salvation. It is purchased for us. Amen. And uh, so we, we do talk about these things also. Praise God. But we don't want to miss the main thing that we should be glorying about. That we should be actually actively excited about and even maybe making a big deal about. That we know God and we understand Him. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. We don't want to do one at the expense of the other. Amen. Praise God. We want to have uh, and live in both of these realms. Let's see if we can pursue that. Amen. Notice Jeremiah 9. Maybe we could hear that also in Canada. 23 and 24. Have we done it Praise God. Um, I'll read that also from the message version and it says, God's message, don't let the wise brag about their wisdom, don't let the heroes brag about their exploits. Don't let the rich brag of their riches. 24. If you brag, brag of this and, and this only. That you understand and know me. I'm God. I act in loyal love. I do what is right. 
and set things right and fair and delight in those who do the same things. These are my trademarks, God's decree. Hallelujah. There's a, there's a definite seal on that one that he has sealed that. He has put a stamp and uh, he has actually uh, said this is the right thing to do. Hallelujah. Praise God. Uh, praise God for that. And I'm going to read uh, a similar thought from the same First Corinthians that we read. Notice we read First Corinthians chapter 2, but this time in uh, chapter 1, about the last part. Uh, notice here in the same message, uh, verse 31, he says, That's why we have the saying, if you're going to blow a horn, blow a trumpet for God. Hallelujah. <laughs> you know, every now and then we talk about ourselves, yes, but that's, that's really, uh, you know, not the main thing. The main thing is that you're blowing a horn and a trumpet for God. Hallelujah. Amen. So sometimes you will say a thing or two about yourself, but even if you use yourself as an example, let it not be the constant, and we have a tendency to do that. Amen. Let us blow the trumpet for God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The King James says that according as it is written, he that glorieth, let him glory in the Lord. Praise God. These are the thoughts that we are, uh, you know, called upon to think. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Praise the Lord. So it, it goes into the New Testament also. It has not changed. Amen. That uh, even though you will have all modernity and artificial intelligence and a smart house that you can just tap your fingers and the lights come on and, you know, the camera action, everything is just controlled by your, a snap of your finger and you're blessed with that house and, you know, you can talk to your car and it'll park itself. You have it all. Praise God. But then that's not where your glory and your boasting comes from. Amen. That's why sometimes we hear of a, a say a great star or a great person of the world. He becomes a believer and we want to hear what's he going to talk about. Amen. We want to know is he going to give glory to God and whether he will continue to do that. And if he continues, we're so excited. You know, he used to be this, he used to be that, he had this and that, and now he's talking about Jesus. Amen. Praise God. You see how uh, powerful that can be. And now we bring it to ourselves. Praise God. And uh, praise God, God has increased us. God has benefited our lives. Even naturally, it is uh, visible. It can be seen. But our main thrust is that we want to glory in the Lord, that we're getting to know him better. That we are thinking like him more and more. Hallelujah. That uh, we can identify clearly what is in our flesh and what is trying to distract us. And we can pursue God uh, without being hindered by these things. Even in these last days. Where there is so much pressure and so much uh, distraction uh, to all of that. Hallelujah. Praise God. Maybe we can read 1 Corinthians 1, 32 also in Canada. Thank you, team. Amen. So you can see that, uh, you know, if there's plenty and if there's so much, 
then the fighting reduces. But if there's little, people can fight. Amen. So let's go for more. Let's believe God for more. Let's believe God for excess. Amen. So the, the fighting can reduce. You know, uh, man is basically discontent uh, because of you know, the natural realm. And so those things affect him and make him brood and complain. And he cannot focus properly. Because we have a natural man to deal with. So sometimes the belly is full and there's more than enough lying around. You can say, well, at least now seek God. Amen. Praise God. So let's not be hindered. Thank God we can sift through it all and, uh, you know, we can pursue God. That's our main pursuit. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians chapter 10 says also in 17, But he that glorieth, let him glory in the Lord. Amen. Same thought there. Exactly the same verses. For, notice 18 gives a little more clarity. Uh, For not he that commendeth himself is approved, but whom the Lord commendeth. So here you can see that God can actually commend you. God can actually make a big deal about you. And uh, sometimes we think that, when are you going to do that? (laughs) When are you going to blow my trumpet, Lord? You know, but he will. Sometimes we think he doesn't see all our efforts and our fastings and our prayings and our uh, meditations. And when are you going to see all that? He says, I see all these things. Don't worry. I will commend you. I will honor you. I will make sure you are honored. Jesus is like that. He, he honors those who are supposed to be honored. Amen. And he responds to that. He said, this man has built us a synagogue. This man has been good to our people. Uh, he's worthy that you should go to his house and, you know, attend to this need. Praise God. And Jesus went in that direction. Hallelujah. And so we must realize more and more that we are dealing with a person who has a certain character. Amen. That can be known. That can be uh, fellowshiped with. That can be enjoyed. And that you can just live thinking his thoughts and fellowshipping with his ways. Glory to God. That you can know him and you can be approved of him. Hallelujah. Let's see if we can... Um, put 2 Corinthians 10, 17 and 18 also in Kannada. Praise God. He's a good God. Amen. How many of you know he's a good God? Just to say that can be very expensive. It may cost you some problems. Just to uphold the truth. Just to continue saying the truth. Amen. May cost you some serious problems. And persecution uh, arises because of the truth. Because of the word. Hallelujah. And you will be surprised how it will just rise. Because there is someone out there who does not want you to enjoy that. Praise God. For the word's sake... People can be offended. For the word's sake, persecution will arise. And so, it's good to have it. It's good to endure it. It's good, even in the last days, to continue. 
and not be moved. Thank you, Jesus. Second Timothy chapter 2 says, uh, in verse 15, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Oh, glory to God. Here you have a place where uh, you can be approved. You can actually be given credit and stamped by God. Hallelujah. Man may not stamp it, but God will. Praise God. And so uh, don't be deterred. Continue to seek God about, you know, clear word. Amen. Being able to see the simplicity that is in God. That is quite simple. That you don't have to complicate things. Hallelujah. Amen. That natural man's thinking can complicate things. That God is into simplicity. That, uh, you know, it's possible for the enemy to use uh, voices and words to make that clear, simple truth about God so complex. Amen. That he can cheat you of the simplicity that is in Christ. Amen. And that we can actually be carried away by these things. Making it so complex. Amen. So if a, if a heart is there to glorify God and let him be lifted up, let him be honored. Oh, I think we can be in a safe place. Amen. In fact, you could go on to say that if you are put down and he's honored, it's all right. Amen. If you're not so honored, it's okay. As long as God is honored. Hallelujah. Amen. As long as he can use uh, the word of God in your life and be honored. Let him be honored. Praise God. Hallelujah. Notice how the 14th verse comes into that. Of these things put them in remembrance, charging them before the Lord that they strive not about words to no profit, but to the subverting of the hearers. And then it says, study to show thyself approved unto God. So there can be uh, debates and strivings about words, and there's no profit there. Amen. But rather the things that affect salvation are the things that are more important. Praise God. Sometimes people fight about stuff that really has nothing to do with salvation. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Anyway, let's uh, probably study verse 15 first out of 2 Timothy chapter 2. Praise God. And then you can see how the message says these things, particularly uh, verse 14. Repeat these basic essentials over and over <laughs> to God's people. Isn't that nice? Repeat these basic essentials over and over to God's people hallelujah warn them before God against pious nitpicking which chips away at the faith it just wears everyone out amen so there is a simplicity a basicity 
you know, a very basic thing that we just need to actually build on. Amen. And which is worthy of being reminded over and over of these things. Praise God. And uh, other things can become kind of wearing out. Amen. Hallelujah. Concentrate on doing your best for God. Work you won't be ashamed of. Laying out the truth plain and simple. Plain and simple. Ha, ha, ha. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Stay clear of pious talk. That is only talk. Words are not mere words. You know if they are not backed up by a godly life. What is the godly life here? A life that's trusting in God. Amen. That you're not looking at your natural man. You're not looking at your own strength. You're concentrating on doing your best for God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. That is what you want. Lord, I want to give my best to you. But the best time of my mind, the best time of my life, the best time of my youth, I want to give it to you. Hallelujah. I don't want to just be carried away by other things. Hallelujah. And so uh, every study that is approved of God must always come back to some main things. Other things may not be so important. Praise God. For instance, about giants. It's just nice to know they were there and they happened. Praise God. Uh, But right now that's not the main thing. Hallelujah. Uh, And it's a wonderful thing to know that the uh, fallen angels could actually produce children from uh, women. That's amazing. So uh, maybe the Antichrist may come out that way. Praise God. But guess what? We'll be out of here before that. So why should we bother about the Antichrist and who he is? Really, honestly. And that salvation is so precious and so powerful. It is such a paid for work. It's such a done deal that you can just sit back and rejoice about what the Lord has done. In his mighty salvation and in his blessedness. Praise God. All right. I think we did 14 and 15 in Canada. Not yet. Maybe 14. Amen. Glory to God. Oh, praise God forevermore. So let's continue to remember the things that are more important. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Let's go to Colossians. Wonderful stuff there. Colossians and observe there the third chapter. The result of the word dwelling richly in the person, notice, is observed in verse 16. And whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving glory to God and the Father by him. Result of working with the word is glory goes to God. Glory goes to the Father in the name of Jesus. The name of God, the Lord Jesus, they just get magnified. Amen. Rather than us really, they get magnified. Hallelujah. Then he goes on to wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as this fit in the Lord. 
Husbands, love your wives. Be not bitter against them. Oh, really? Let's keep going. Children, obey your parents in all things. So this is well-pleasing unto the Lord. Notice that children are told to simply obey. Wives are told to submit. Amen. Uh, Because children don't have that much knowledge. So, hey, I can't explain everything, but just do this. Hallelujah. I can't give you 20 years of training in just one answer right now. You just do what I'm telling you. Don't put your finger in the plug. It carries current. Why? Just don't do it. I'm not going to go through and explain all the you know, Faraday laws and insulation and all of physics in just a few minutes. It's going to take time. So as far as it goes, you just obey. Amen. Amen. But to the wives, he just said submit, which means through knowledge and understanding, you'll finally say, okay, yeah, all right. Hallelujah. Amen. So I'm not going to treat people who are believers as just children all the time. I'm not supposed to. The church is not supposed to be run that way. I'm supposed to talk to them as reasonable people who when they get the knowledge will understand, hey, okay, I see what you're saying. It's going to take time. Praise God. It's going to take time. So uh, praise God for patience, endurance in the last days that we will have to just endure and patiently wait till Jesus comes. And stay in the love of God at the same time. Hallelujah. So um, there is a tendency for us to treat them like children. And just say, hey, you just obey. But we're not going to do that. Amen. We're going to follow God's way. Because it's actually the bride of Christ that we're dealing with. And he tells his bride to submit. Amen. Of course, thank God you can obey. And that's where the blessing is. Hallelujah. And so I would rather say, I don't care what my flesh is saying about this. As long as God said it, I'm just going to do it. That's final. Amen. So sometimes you need to jump into the obedience before you even know what's going on. Hallelujah. Because it will pay you. You're dealing with Almighty God who has no limits. Who's the only wise God. Who's the eternal one who knew you before time began. So why don't you just say amen to him? Why don't you just say, Lord, I don't understand all the A to Z of all this, but at least you said it and that settles it. I'm born from above. My spirit gets it, you know, but my mind is a little slow. Forgive me. (laughs) I'm getting it. Hallelujah. As long as it is written in your word two or three times, I'm going with it. Hallelujah. Amen. So, you know, these kind of thoughts are there. You can see how it is woven into the scripture. Thank God for it. Hallelujah. I see we can read this also in Canada uh, from verse 17 uh, all the way through to 20. Nivu Martin in Dagali, Kree in Dagali, Enu Madidaru, Adela Vanu, Katana, the Esuina Hesarina Lea Madiri, Athana Mula Katande, Yada Devarige, Krutadnatastuti and Nusali Siri. Strere, Nivu Katanali, Ugiragi, Ruvante, Nima Gandandirige, Adina Ragiri. Purushare, Nima Hendatir and Nupriti Siri, Avarige Nishturavagira Bediri. 
ಮಕ್ಕಳೇ ಎಲ್ಲಾ ವಿಷಯಗಳಲ್ಲಿ ನಿಮ್ಮ ತಂದೆ ತಾಯಿಗಳಿಗೆ ವಿಧೇಯರಾಗಿರಿ ಯಾಕಂದರೆ ಇದು ಕತ್ತನ ದೃಷ್ಟಿಯಲ್ಲಿ ಮೆಚ್ಚುಗೆಯಾಗಿದೆ Praise God you know so sometimes imagine telling your wife just do it she will like why because i said so <laughs> then we like boing that could be a nice fight right there amen but uh, <clears throat> it's better if you just say hey you know because of this that the other which i know you know and you understand let's do this Hallelujah. <laughs> you can see how it, it unfolds practically. What is written on these pages just you know seem to carry the whole weight of every kind of situation. Praise God, and it all functions from God's perspective that this is the way God saw it because he created us, he knows us. He says do it like this. Amen. Amen. So you may have to give some things time to develop time to mature uh maturity will lead eventually to obedience Amen. hallelujah as you mature you will just obey but sometimes you may be forced to just go ahead because jesus said stretch forth your hand what i have never stretched this hand before okay go show yourself to the priest the you know things like that There has to be a point where you say he said it let's just do it. Hallelujah. What's the problem? There are enough uh, waters in our land, you know, are the rivers in in Parpar and so on not better than this Jordan. But, you know, the little kid said, "Hey, if he had told you to do something really hard, you would have done it, right? Just a simple go. Obey what he said." And lo and behold, after six dips, the seventh dip he got healed and Naaman was never known as the leper again hallelujah amen <clears throat> so there are places where you just have to put away all of those long dialogues and just say god said it i believe it that settles it hallelujah amen uh these things are true it's it's a it's a reality that god cares for us and god said these things and we need to just uh, take it like that hallelujah Thank you Lord Jesus. Let's see if we can uh, um get something out of the scripture again from the book of Hebrews. Let's just go to Hebrews for a minute. Sometimes it can be a lot of fun. Sometimes your mind is like why should I do that? Amen. Uh it but it's important to see that it is much better to believe God. <laughs> and uh, go with god rather than any other thing praise god observe hebrews 11 and the third verse it says through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of god <clears throat> so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear amen various stages and dispensations and times you know uh whatever we see this time in which we live the world in fact which we deal with physically everything was created by god and his word but you may have to just take it that is by faith amen you may not understand through many other ways and so sometimes you just have to understand by faith 
Praise God. Whether you feel this way or that way, you can say, by faith I understand. Because your spirit actually houses the Holy Spirit and you know all things. Praise God. And inside, you will not be telling a lie when you say, by faith I understand that. Praise God. Of course, one day later, uh, somewhere in time, you'll say, ooh, I see it. Now I get it. What they were saying all this time. How many of you know that it does take some time? It takes some hunger. It takes some thirst. It takes some prayers that I want to know you. I want to understand. I want to walk with you. And then one day it just beams up and he says, this is what I was talking about. And you could just run around, you know, get excited. When nobody's watching you, you're just like, ooh, I'm so glad for what the Lord showed me. Hallelujah. It doesn't compare to riches. It doesn't compare to anything else, right? But of course... These things are added to us. Whatever the world is looking for, whatever they're you know, going after and doing all kinds of sacrifices for, shall be added onto us. Because we seek Him and we seek His understanding, His way of doing things. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's see if we can have Hebrews 11, 3 also in Canada. So from all of these thoughts you could say that submission involves your permission. Praise God. You have to permit it to happen. And sometimes we have preached, uh, you have permission to laugh. Amen. We're trying to permit people to rejoice uh, in an atmosphere of tradition and culture where, you know, you don't laugh in church and rejoice, you know, just lose control. <laughs> but we're trying to say that God has permitted us to laugh because he that sits in the heavens shall laugh. And that you shall laugh at famine and poverty. You shall laugh at destruction. You shall laugh at whatever the enemy has caused to happen on the earth. Because Jesus defeated him, though he doesn't seem to understand it. He's a persistent one. Can you imagine that even in the millennium, after everything is over, he still thinks he can get somebody to sit on the throne apart from Jesus. Jesus has sat there. Huh? Jesus sat on the throne during the millennium and later on the devil is loosed and he's still saying, I can have my person sit there. And he goes and he tempts people as many as the sand on the seashore to unseat Jesus from that seat. Isn't that interesting? Maybe he has brain damage, A, or B. <laughs> or B, he's just persistent, he doesn't know when to quit. Hallelujah. That's worthy of emulation. He is a persistent foe. He believes that he can do it. He still thinks he can do and usurp everything. Meanwhile, 2,000 years ago, Jesus defeated him. Most of us would have just resigned and said, take me to the lake of fire right now. But he said, I'm coming back. I'm going to push this thing to the last Interesting. So we have to endure better than that. And God will help us. God will help us. Amen. Through faith we understand. That the worlds were framed by the word of God. That the times and seasons and everything was put in place by God's word. 
And therefore, we are dealing with someone who's the Almighty and we can be guilty of limiting him. Let that not be our case. In Jesus' name. All right, let's go to something again in Colossians, the third chapter. We read uh, up to 20, but notice 19. Husbands, love your wives. Be not bitter against them. So we are told simply to just love them. Amen. And it is the love that gives and gives and gives and gives itself. You don't have to rationalize anything. Just do that. You're not given an excuse of, if you like, you can submit to that. Just go love them. That's an order. (laughs) Amen. Although maybe later on when you understand you can do it better, but just do it. Love them like I loved you. But children, obey your parents in all things, for this is well-pleasing unto the Lord. Observe that somebody is watching it all and saying, I like it. I like it. I like it like this. And we're here to give him that praise and what is due to him. Amen. Let him be pleased. Notice, fathers, provoke not your children to anger, lest they be discouraged. See, in this cue that you're given here, If you tell your children, just do it, and then you don't live it, they get discouraged. Amen. Hallelujah. So you have to live it. You have to prove it. Then they are not discouraged. Praise God. Hallelujah. And so, uh, with the church too, they would prefer to see it out in lifestyle. Servants, obey in all things your masters according to the flesh, not with eye service as men pleases, but in singleness of heart, fearing God. Observe here that the fear of God is displayed in your office, in your workplace. How? By doing the right thing even when the boss is not there. That's the fear of God. Amen. But not just adjusting because the boss is coming in and throwing all the trash away quickly. No. But fearing God means even if he were not there, you have a boss who is God. Amen. So you could say that this is the fear of God, that your, your heart is single. Even in your workplace, your heart is still single. That God is your boss And that man has been put there and God is not unconscious of it. God is not oblivious to that. He knows your boss and he allowed you there. If you prayed, Lord, give me the job that you want. Give me the location you want. Then he knows exactly where you are and he allowed you to be there. And therefore, if you fear and respect and revere and honor him, you just treat the boss as though it was Jesus. And even if he's not there, you prove that you respect and honor and revere by doing the right thing. Amen. So if somebody were in your office, they could tell whether you feared God. That whether anybody was looking or not, you just did the right thing. Hallelujah. Amen. And so as you keep reading, servants obey in all things your masters according to the flesh. Notice that that's a master of your flesh. 
He's not the master of your spirit. Praise God. Not with eye service as men pleasers, but in singleness of heart fearing God. And whatsoever you do, do it heartily. There again is that heart situation. This is where God views. What were you thinking when you did it? What were your thoughts? Were you thinking about scriptures? Were you thinking about the love of God? Or did you just do it? Amen. So there is a robotic doing of things, but there's a heart connection that God would appreciate and be pleased with. Whatsoever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord, not unto men. Why? Knowing, 24, the knowledge, knowing that of the Lord you shall receive the reward of the inheritance. For you serve the Lord Christ, even in your job. Hallelujah. Isn't that interesting? That while you are working in that office space, under that boss, etc., you can actually look up and see Jesus looking at you. And you can do it as though it was unto him. And he is the one that's going to actually promote you and give you rewards. That knowledge, I believe, is the beginning of the fear of God. That understanding... Is the fear of God. Hallelujah. That if we can see that clearly. That there are eyes watching me. And not just demons. And not just people. But the almighty himself. Praise God. Sometimes we can be conscious of Mr. D saying this. And the world saying that. But are we conscious of what God is saying? Amen. Are we excited that we are giving him pleasure? See it will take a lifetime. Praise God. These things are developed into. Amen. It takes time. Oh, hallelujah. God will help us. Notice, not just for man's sake, but for God. And whatsoever you do, verse 23, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men. Not just thinking about what benefit you can get directly from people, but rather looking uh, beyond them to the Lord. Notice, knowing again that of the Lord you shall receive the reward of the inheritance for you serve the Lord Christ. But he that doeth wrong shall receive for the wrong which he has done. There's no respect of persons. Aha. This is the part that may be tough to swallow. Oh, but I'm a believer. Why did that guy who doesn't believe get a better deal than me? See, God will not just bless you because you're a believer. Amen. It comes down to the road and the rubber. They should meet. And it should be done like this. And then, of course, you'll be promoted beyond your wildest. Hallelujah. So just because you're a believer doesn't mean that you can slack off and do the wrong stuff and still be blessed. If you say, forgive me, Lord, I messed up, go meet your boss and say, really, I was cheating. I was only looking at you when you were around. Otherwise, I was just, you know, doing whatever I wanted. Man, that boss could be impressed or he can fire you, one of the two. (laughs) So you can see that there are all these factors and the Bible is relevant to the workplace. People think that, oh, that's just Bible. Well, there it is. 
You want to have the inheritance. You want to have the reward. You can do it like this and things can change. And you'll be so well off and doing so good that God will actually have to convince you and make you go into full time if he has a call for you. Because in the natural, everything's just great. So how do you know that? You'll have to have looked beyond all these natural entrappings and pleasures and realize a dissatisfaction inside and you sought God about it. You wanted to know, you took time and then you got to understand he wanted you in town A, town B, doing this, doing that, etc., etc. Hallelujah. So, uh, my brother, my sister, we're not here to hinder anybody. We're trying to see if we can be uh, a help uh, and someone that can aid you in getting into the perfect will of God. And that comes by grades. You know, 30, 60, 100 fold. They come by development. It takes time. It takes understanding. It takes choices that have been adjusted and honed in by time spent in God and His Word and His Spirit. Praise God. May God help us. Glory to God. Maybe we can read uh, 21 to 25 also in Canada. Tandegale, Nimma Makalu, Managunda Dante, Avaranu Kenaki, Kopavan Nebisa Bediri. Seva Kare, Shari Rakavada, Nimma Yajamana Rige, Ella Vishagadali, Videa Ragiri, Manusheranu Mechusuvaru, Madua Prakara, Nimma Yajamana Ru, Nodutiruaga, Matra Seve, Mada de Devarige, Bayapadua Varagi, Sarada Rudayadinda Kelasa Madiri. Nivu Yavadanu Madidaru Adanu Manushari Goskaravendu Madade Kartani Goskarave Endu Rudaya Purvakavagi Madiri Kartaninda Badjate Emba Pratifalavanu Hunduvarendu Tididiralla Yakandare Nivu Kartanada Kristananu Sevisuvaragi Diri Adare Anyaya Maduvavanu Tanu Madida Anyayake Takadanu Hunduvanu Matu Adarali Pakshapata Villa Glory to God. So much in these thoughts. Now let's turn to Ephesians also. And notice, maybe we'll start off in chapter 5. Observe 31. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother, and shall be joined unto his wife, and they two shall be one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, let every one of you in particular so love his wife, even as himself, and the wife see that she reverence her husband. When you look at these thoughts, you can see, uh, wow, imagine a woman has left her home. And now she's with this guy, maybe she knew him, maybe she didn't know him, no idea. And now she has to uh, live there under, in quote, uh, submission, under some kind of authority. And guess what? As she sees the love of this person in practical demonstration, she can yield to his instruction more and more. Amen? Otherwise, even after the honeymoon, down the road, it can always be, why? Why should I do this? Why? And she has some reason to ask that question. Nevertheless, 
If you can love yourself, I'm sure you can love your wife. Praise God. So there are these hard men who don't love themselves. And they say, well, if I can uh, submit and just be hungry, uh, so can you. That's not the right way of thinking. Amen. The right way of thinking is, you could go hungry, but make sure she's fine. Because that's what Jesus is talking about. And that kind of operation will help her submit and obey. Praise God. Continuing into chapter 6. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Even if you don't understand it, it doesn't matter. Obey your parents in the Lord. However, as time goes on, you could see that the child can get to know what it means to be in the Lord. And that would be a benefit rather than getting abused. Amen? That if both parents and child are in the word of God, then the abuse factor can be removed. Praise God. Because the obedience is in the Lord. Hallelujah. For this is right. Honor thy father and thy mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, that thou mayest live long on the earth. Notice that anytime these things are taken and acted upon, it gives you natural benefits. Praise God. There is a payment. There is a reward. With the boss, there is a reward. With the parents, there is a reward. Isn't that interesting? And it reflects in the natural. That it may be well with thee, that thou mayest live long on the earth. Praise God. That sounds like wisdom. Length of days, riches and honor. That this must be a wise thing to do. Notice that it always had to do with Honoring somebody else, honoring and preferring somebody else above ourselves. Amen. That sounds like foolishness. But it is the wisdom of God. Where you are giving place to somebody else's authority and you are choosing to take the lower place. Praise God. It is going to produce effects. Hallelujah. It will give you honor. God will always honor these things. And it will be proven that he has honored you. It will be seen naturally that God has honored this person. Amen. And one of the benefits is you will live long. And it will be good with you. It will be well with you. Naturally speaking. Amen. So if you are looking for how, how are you proving that I have honored you and I have done the right thing. You will see it in that. You will have... The blessings, the riches, you will live long. You will, you will see the honor of God, the benefit of God in your life. Naturally speaking. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And the same kind of thoughts are carried on. Servants be obedient to them that are your masters according to the flesh. With all fear and trembling, singleness of heart as unto the Lord. Not with eye service as men pleasers, but as the servants of Christ doing the will of God from the heart. See, this is the difference between us and the person in the world. God looks at our heart while we're doing these things. So you may be doing the same hours as everybody else, 
But where was your heart? And that's where the blessing is. In doing it from the heart. You saw it at least. This is the second place. And in Colossians it was shown twice. That the heart is what God sees. God sees the heart. You see. So it's not just. I did the 16 hours like everybody else. Why didn't I get anything? Gang, gang, gang. Where was your heart? That's where the Bible study and the prayer times are going to kick in. And your real desire to know him will kick in. That while you're doing all these things, you're thinking about how is he looking at it now. That's the fear of God. And gives you the benefits. Length of days, riches and honor. Promotion is coming. Hallelujah. Not with eye service as men pleasers, but as servants of Christ, verse 6, doing the will of God from the heart... For with, with good will doing service, <laughs> with good will doing service, 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 you can do service without good will, or you can do it with good will, with good will doing service as to the Lord and not to men. Amen. Knowing that whatsoever good thing any man doeth, the same shall he receive of the Lord, whether he be bond or free. Amen. Now, look at verse 9. And you masters, do the same things unto them. If you are a boss now, do the same things unto them. Forbearing, threatening, knowing that your master also is in heaven. <laughs> Neither is there respect of persons with him. Woo, glory to God. Can you imagine that you are supposed to see you have a master in heaven and that he's quite impartial? You see, this business of the word making you see some things is very important. That the more you get the word, the more you will see what you're supposed to see. You will see a master in heaven looking at you. Amen. To reward you. To give you the benefit. And that he's impartial. Hmm. Very interesting. So he's not partial. He's not a God who looks at you and says, No, you're not getting it. But he's getting it. No, there are reasons why. If you do the right thing, As he said in the case of the one that slew his brother. Will God's blessing not come on you? Praise God. Why are you so bugged about your brother receiving benefit here? If you do the same thing. If you do it right. You will get the benefit. Cain and Abel. Why do you have to get so bugged that you kill your brother? God is not partial. That's the meaning of God is not partial. That if you do it heartily. The right thing, imagining that you have a master in heaven, guess what's going to happen? You're going to be benefiting. You're going to be rewarded. It comes into every area of life, this fear of God. So I can see more clearly why someone like Joseph said, I fear God. Even in the jail, wherever he was, it's like, God, he's watching me. This jailer is not just the one. I have another jailer also. I'm bonded in labor here to him. And I must do it as though he's watching me right now. 
And you can't keep that kind of guy down. He's going all the way to the top. Because God sees the heart. And God is the one that promotes. Hallelujah. God is the one that rewards. God is the rewarder of the diligent seeker. It is coming from him. Amen. And so this is uh, not a... (laughs) How can you say it? Sometimes it looks like a mandatharam. What you are doing. But honestly, if you do it with the right heart, you cannot be kept down. The honor of God will lift you up. You will be rewarded in this life. And of course in the life to come. Hallelujah. We've said a few things. Let's see if we can hear it in Canada also. Can you see someone looking at you from heaven? You're supposed to. Praise God. Well, let's see chapter 6. From verse 1 to 3 in Canada first. Makkale, Nivu Kartanali Nimma Tande Tai Galige Vide Ragiri, Idu Nyayavadadu. Nina Tande and Nu Tai and Nu Sanmanisabeku, Idu Vagdana Sahitavada, Modalane Agne Agide. Sanmanisidare Ninage Melaguvadu, Nino Bumi and Mele Bahu Kala Badukuvi. Glory to God. Let's also see verse 5 through to 8. Sevakare, Shari Rakanusaravagi, Nimma Yaja Manaragi Ruvavarige, Kristanigendu, Rudaya Purvakavagi, Nadugutta Vide Ragiri. Manusheranu Mechisuvavaru, Maduva Prakara Kandige, Kanduaga, Matra Seve, Madade, Kristana Dasarige, Takahage, Devara Chittavanu, Rudaya Purvakavagi, Nadisiri. Praise the Lord. Observe that with all of these, you are driven to start seeing the word of God as it is written. Amen. And that you are going to be rewarded accordingly. Verse 9 and 10. I think we did verse 8. Yajamanare, Nivu Ade Riti Agi Madiri, Paraloka Dali Nima Yajamana Nagiru, Atanidan and Talu, Atanali Pakshapata Villa Ventalu, Tiridu Avaranu, Bedarisu Vadanu, Bitu Bidiri. Kadedagi Nana Sahodare, Kartanaliu, Atana Atidikavada Shakti Liu, Balagulviri. Imagine all of these thoughts and then in verse 10 he says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Not in your insurance. Not in the property you have purchased and the housing plan. uh, Not in your family background. Strong in the Lord and the power of His might. Amen. God sees the heart. He says, after all of these wonderful thoughts, I want you to be strong in the Lord. And in the power of His might. His promises. What He has said about the situation. And not any other crutch. Not any other strength. Amen. There may be times of firing coming up. There may be times of promotion. And... uh, You need to be the right side of those things. That even in the natural, 
your boss could not say anything negative about you. Amen. Why should you be fired? You know, I find it hard to imagine, but, you know, uh, there are a lot of churches that have interviews uh, and all of that kind of stuff, and then they choose people to work there. Amen. Uh, For us, it has been mainly, do you have the heart? Amen. Uh, And something that we have watched more than a curriculum vitae, you know, and written qualifications. There are benefits to both sides, but I think the heart is more important. Hallelujah. Do you have the right heart? Amen. So William Carey did not look like the right guy to send to India. By all natural standards, he was a flop. Amen. But God saw his heart and God sent him to India. And he personally just shook the whole country. Till this very day. One guy. (laughs) So I would say the heart is more important. Amen. Getting to know God from the heart is more important than all the stuff you can stuff into your head. To please men. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. So go with me in closing to 2 Timothy. I know know that this is a little slow because, you know, it involves uh, a bit of thought. That things are not just happening in your job situation just randomly. Amen. Amen. That there are reasons. And you can find them in the word of God. Hallelujah. And so think about it. If you're involved in working with the world system out there. And the underemployment and bond and all of that. Thank you Jesus. Second Timothy again. Chapter 2. Notice verse 24. The servant of the Lord must not strive. But be gentle unto all men. Apt to teach patient. In meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves. If peradventure, God God peradventure will give them repentance for the acknowledging of the truth. Notice here that there is a work that we are supposed to do with the Lord. Where you are helping people to not oppose themselves. If you follow the word and follow the things of God, you will not oppose yourself. You will actually be promoting yourself. Instead of hindering yourself, you'll be moving forward. (laughs) But if you stand against the things of the word of God here, you could be opposing yourself. And so the heart of the person giving the instruction is, man, I love you so much. I, I really wish you could see what I'm trying to do here is to help you not to oppose yourself. That you may know the truth, that your mind may change. And 26 continues, that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil who are taken captive by him at his will. In the church. That's why one time we said, you know, that maybe the the devil decided to join the church. He found out that he tried this and that and the other, so he just joined the church as the last move. That he can now hold them captive in the church. By their own will. Amen. Which has now agreed with the devil's will. Because they did not accept. The clarity and the simple truth. 
Amen. So the love of God must guide us into it and we must see the situation as it is with a desire to benefit and bless people and see the real culprit in the shadows trying to catch people, trap them. Amen. Let's see if we can hear this also in Canada. From verse 24 to 26 out of 2 Timothy chapter 2. Kattana seva kanu jagadavadade ellara vishayadalli sadhuvu bodhisuvadaralli pravinanu taalmeyullavanu aagirabeku. Edurisuvavarannu saathvikatvadinda tidduvavanu aagirabeku. Ondu vele devaru aa edurisuvavaralli paschattapavannuntu maadi satyada tiluvalikeyannu avarige kottanu. Saitanana urlige biddu avana ishtadinda sere oyalpattavarada ivaru ondu vele ecchittaru. Praise God. I even shudder at that thought that there's actually such an operation going on in the church. All you have to do is oppose the clear word, refuse it again and again, refuse it, stand against it, and next thing you know, you're quietly being taken captive by the enemy of your soul. Praise God. And you cannot just look around at natural things and justify yourself. Praise God. God have mercy on all of us. Thank you, Father. 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 Thank you for giving us the heart, the understanding, the revelation to do this right. Help us if we have missed it, O God. In the name of Jesus, that we may do these things before your face. O Holy One, whether we are in the world or whether we are in the Word, Help us to do this right. We worship you, great King, that we may know that the reward comes from you. Oh, thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you that whatever is out there, whatever the world throws out at people, it does not have to affect us. We don't have to worry and be bothered about it. We can be carefree and worry-free. We can trust you. We can yield to you, the God of the reward, the God of the benefit. I thank you and I praise you that you are the faithful and the true one. We worship you in the name of Jesus. We thank you in the name of Jesus. And let minds be free in the name of Jesus. Jesus name be loosed. Jesus name. We give you praise. We give you thanks. Thank you Lord. Thank you Father. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you so much team. If you like to give this is a great opportunity. The good God, the Holy One is your Father and he sees it and he will reward you openly. Praise God. You are blessed. The great I want, I can't overcome. This ain't no time to turn back, no place to go. Slack, gotta keep pressing on till every battle is won. I've got the victory living inside of me. 
Great. 